Welcome guys to the Couples Healing Podcast. This has been a long time coming and so now I'm finally pushing this out into the world in hopes that it will help a lot of people. And today we have six amazing episodes for you to check out with some very special guests. And if you haven't done so yet, make sure that you guys subscribe and leave a rating and a review and also head over to coupleshealing.org where as a podcast listener of mine, you can get free access to a special course that I created to help individuals and couples in the process of healing. Now I want to introduce to you my first guest ever on the show. He's a total all-star in the field of addiction, relationships, and healing, and he's been a marriage and family therapist who's been helping couples for over 20 years. Guys, you do not want to miss this episode. So many couples are looking for a path forward after there's been damage done by pornography addiction. After working with hundreds of couples as a therapist, I want you to know that there is hope for you, hope for your relationship to become stronger to rebuild the trust and the connection, and to rid the addiction from your lives permanently. And in this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the tools and the strategies that you need to heal both individually and in your relationship. My name is Sam Tielemans, and welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healing Couples Podcast, and I'm so excited for the launch to get this resource out to more people who need it. And I've got on today one of the most amazing guests to welcome to the show. He's had such a profound effect on the lives of thousands and thousands of people who are on the path to healing both individually and their relationships after the impact of a pornography addiction. He's a licensed marriage and family therapist, the co-author of an amazing book called Love You, Hate the Porn. He's a speaker and a presenter, a course creator, a podcast host. I'm excited to introduce and have on the show today, Jeff Stewart. Welcome, Jeff. Sam, thanks for having me. So good to be here with you. Likewise, I'm very, very happy to have you here. I think so many people need to hear your message of healing and get the guidance in the direction that they're so desperately searching for. So again, just really happy to have you on the interview today. And so for those of you who might not be aware of who you are, those are the listeners, would you mind just sharing a bit about yourself and who you are and the work that you do with couples? Yeah, thanks for having me. So yeah, so I've been a licensed marriage family therapist now for over 20 years and um Probably about, I don't know, 15 years ago, I really started to do a lot more work with couples who are dealing with the impact of sexual betrayal. And um, yeah, like like you said, Sam, I I was able to co-author a book with Mark Chamberlain and Kevin Skinner did some recent work with him and just have been able to work with some really great thinkers and contributors in the field over the years. And yeah, so I'm just, I'm very optimistic and hopeful and excited about what's possible for couples. And I want people to know that you know, that they they don't have to give up as soon as they maybe think they do. Obviously, you know, there's there's abuse situations and things like that that we always are careful about. But for most couples um, that are not dealing with those kinds of things, boy, there's just a lot of options. And we want to make sure people know what they are. And that's exactly what I wanted to center this whole interview and this podcast around, because I feel like couples work is, I think, one of the most underserved, overlooked parts of the process. And it's so, so important because people can do such good individual work, but if you don't address the relationship, then that's a piece that's left wanting. Like trust doesn't just come back automatically. And so what I want to do is I want to ask you one question here, Mm -hmm. specific to couples. And I think so many people have questions regarding like, how do you move forward? How do you heal? Especially if you're starting out and trying to make mm-hmm. sense of the situation, you're grappling with the pain of the addiction. And so the question I want to ask you is what is the number one thing that a couple needs to do or focus on as they're trying to heal and repair the relationship after it's been damaged by a pornography addiction? Yeah, great question. 
And I'll just explain briefly a, a preliminary piece that has to be in place for this other part to make sense. Otherwise, it'll sound incomplete. Yeah, please. Which is, which is when you're dealing with a couple, you're dealing with the three recoveries. He's got to get into a place where he's actively working on healing his own relationship to pornography, sex, lust, whatever he's dealing with. And she's got to get stabilized and and have um, safety around the impact of the trauma on her, whatever that looks like for her. So she's got to get her feet back under her and get her own help. Mm-hmm. And then and then the couple then can start to um, turn toward each other. A lot of people rush into trying to just do couples work as the first intervention before those other pieces are in place. So they're all happening at the same time, but you have to triage it so that there's a little bit of a sequence to then build into the, the, the couple's work, which I'll speak about now. Mm-hmm. So when those pieces are in place the and the couple is you know s- settled down and he's managing his addiction, she's feeling more stable um, with the trauma work and just feeling more you know more boundaried and healthy, then what the couple ultimately wants to do is they want to be able to see the addiction as something that they're both united against together, that they want to recognize that this isn't personal for her, that it doesn't mean that like this is who he is as a person, but this is something that played a role, you know, in his life. And she was also reacting to it as well, of course, because it's 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 a competing attachment to the relationship. And for them to really understand the role that that addiction played in, in creating uh, distance and, and division and uh, competing behaviors and emotions in him and reactivity in her so that together they can recognize that, um, that their bond and their connection and their, their being able to send clear signals to each other and work together to understand their needs and their emotions and all these things as they turn toward each other now becomes a powerful match for any of these competing attachments outside the marriage, which would be the, the addiction and those kinds of things. And, and this is a big part of what we wrote in Love You Hate the Porn is as a couple learns and understands how to have those conversations, how to turn to each other early, how to express what they need, how to um, identify those vulnerabilities or those triggers that especially for him, that would turn him away from the connection or for her would help would cause her to self-protect and either um, become aggressive or pull away and become silent. But for both of them to really share what's happening for them early on, it's like there's no room in a marriage like that for any kind of competing attachment, whether it's a pornography addiction, an affair, things like that. And so when couples can learn how to do that and, and build that closeness, it's, it's such a secure place for both of them. Man, I, I honestly, I could not agree more. The thing that struck, uh, said so many important things. The thing that really struck me when you said was couples need to understand that the addiction is not who he is, right? If they can both see themselves as separate from the addiction and unite against it, because if if she sees him as just the addiction that will never get better, it never goes away. This is like this thing that will be plaguing them forever. It's so difficult to create safety. It's so difficult for her to open up and start to trust. Right. She's not going to snuggle up ultimately if she believes that he's the addiction or he's awful and evil and whatever. Right. She, she, how is she ever going to like ever want to be close to him again? Um, and, and, and on the flip side, how would he ever like believe that he's worthy of being close to her if he believes that he's just a monster. And right. so so that that's an individual piece for him and her and the couple. 
And that that kind of work to create that distance and that separation is is you know it's it's hard work, but it, it's it's a, it's a goal. It's so much different than just both of them just saying like, well, I'll never do that again, and let's just get back together. Uh, right. Because because there's a lot of you know beliefs and fears and stuff for both of them, and under the surface that comes up when there's such a profound competing attachment that came into the marriage. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. So there's so many more things that I want to talk about, and so what we're do what, what we're gonna do is I want to have you come back because there's so many things that we want to discuss with regard to the relationship, how to repair trust, create safety, move forward, and also if somebody's listening and they want to know more about you and get access to some of the resources that you provide, where's the best place that they can find you? So the easiest place to go is just go to uh, lovingmarriage.com and you'll find my website there with my store, my resources, a lot of stuff that I produce, like my podcast, uh, articles, books, everything's on there. So lovingmarriage.com. Okay, perfect. We're going to definitely put that in the show notes so everybody can find that easily. But again, thank you so much for having you here. We look forward to having you back. Yeah, love to. Thanks. We are off with a bang so far. Everybody, make sure that you tune in to the next episode. I'm actually going to be bringing on another therapist who's going to help give you some guidance on how you can get out of the rut that you might feel stuck in. The addiction and the pain that it creates can be so totally consuming. And so if you want to know how to stabilize, then actually transition to the next stages of healing and make measurable progress, then you do not want to miss this next episode. Wait, before you go, I want to tell you about the free course that I'm offering my podcast listeners. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org to get access to it for free and start the process of healing on a deep level for him and the addiction, for her with the trauma it's created, and for the relationship so you can know how to become stronger as you move forward on your journey. I hope to see you in there.